Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence? Action. Do people, do directors actually say action anymore, or is that just like a I do. Thing? But like, not, did, but did directors say say action because of they put it in the movies, or because they actually said action? Like, what what chicken? Which one is the chicken, and which one's the egg? I have no idea. It's been going on for decades. But the real question is, um, do you think they said action when they were directing the dogs and Airbud? Wow, blown my mind. I think they train the dogs to do whatever the airbud I mean, dogs they, do. They train them to know what words mean what, so probably. I was watching TV one day, and they had like one of those like direct-to-DVD Air Buddies commercials. It was like Snow Buddies or some shit. This, this already sounds like a bad idea, but I okay. had a really good idea for an Airbud movie. It's All called, right, let's hear it. It's called Jihad Buddies. Oh, the, shit. <laughs> the dogs are suicide bombers. <laughs> 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 they, they die for the glory of Allah. I don't know. I thought it was funny. <laughs> but only if half of the puppies are um, the terrorist puppies, right? And then the other half are like U.S. soldiers. Like I want a Hurt Locker, but with uh, dogs instead of. Uh... It's like, hey Cody. Yeah. Seal Team Six, more like the Saint Bernard Six. <laughs> <laughs> what? No. I mean, well, if they're jihad buddies, I'm assuming there's like a dog Bin Laden. I don't know, it's like the Cars franchise. Was there a car Hitler? I don't know. They Volkswagen, so probably. It had to be, I think, yeah. Yeah, it's like, was there a car or a dog Bin Laden? I don't know. It's uh, one of those um, weird greyhounds. I think they're called Afghans. <laughs> if you don't keep this in the episode, I swear to God. I can't. <laughs> I was planning that Air Buds joke for like a week. Really? Yeah. <laughs> you, didn't know, you didn't know that I was gonna. I was going to lead into that? How would you? Were you just hoping that I would eventually make a joke I was, about I action? I was finding a way to shoehorn <laughs> Airbud into the and conversation. Look at, I gave you a layup. Boom. You did. That's I'm the best. Good. We 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 work well off of each other. <laughs> I'll leave some of this in. How about? But at, at the end of the day, this kind of stupid, make no sense, kind of mildly offensive banter is what's great about this show. Hashtag make real flicks great again. So this is in episode 100, everybody. Boom. Did it. We did it. We're here. Triple digits, baby. Triple digits. How you guys feeling? You feeling energized? You feeling alive? Feel fine. I feel pretty much the same. I'm, I'm, I'm tired. You're always tired. I know. Stop being tired. I can't. Let the rush of life flow through you. That's what I do. I, I just, I just, I can't do that. You know, Josh, if, if Mick Jagger can conceive <clears throat> a child at the age of 73, I think you can get your spirits up for a Reflex podcast episode. I don't even know if I'm going to be alive when I'm 73. God, I hope I'm not. I don't know. I, wa- I just want to outlive everybody in my graduating class in high school. I want to be the last one standing. <laughs> That's... <laughs> Like, I want to stay. I want to stay. Do you even fit as hell? Speak to anybody in your graduating class still? Three people, but no. I just yeah. want to go in my yearbook, and we're like, oh, you know, you can start xing them out as oh, they start going. Exactly. Yeah. God damn! I can't believe I can actually already start doing that. <laughs> wow, dark. 
Sorry, everybody. What Not my fault. So we are here today for many reasons. Uh, I was going... Shoot. I, earlier this afternoon, I had a really good idea to calculate not and by calculate I mean count the days between the exact number of days between when we assigned homework last and when we're actually coming through but I'm assuming it's a lot maybe a couple hundred or just a hundred and something thousands so <laughs> we have movie homework to take care of on this the hundredth episode of the Reflex podcast so you guys are welcome I since I did mine first I'm gonna go first and and <laughs> You can tell how old this is because it relates to a movie that we talked about on this episode, but I watched The Wolverine <laughs> a long-ass time so ago. So I guess this was in, like, February. It was a, hey, it, guys. It was on the Logan it. episode. It was on the Logan episode, and I liked it. It was cool. It was neat. It was, you know, it was a Wolverine movie. It was pretty solid. The Japan stuff was cool. The story was cool, you know. Fun movie. Dug it. Next, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> what did I watch again? I don't know. It's not my job to know. Uh, I watched the heroin movie. That's right. Uh, oh, what was it? Uh, Requiem for a Dream. So sorry you had to watch that. Yeah. So that was terrifying and disturbing. And Drugs are bad. Don't do them. I love the movie, but I will never watch that again. Drugs are fine. Don't listen to him. I watched Dark City, everybody. No, you didn't. I still don't believe you watched it. I yeah. watched it. You saw me. I sent a picture of it to you guys. I, I think it was faked. Was faker I'll than the landing. The Amazon building. <laughs> <laughs> you you act as if like you saved money by waiting so long. It was gonna be four dollars no matter what time you watched it. So I don't know what the hang up is. I didn't have to spend four bucks. You this was know, your idea. <laughs> I know, but I I never thought people would have to spend money, especially not me. Cody, what'd you think of Dark City, man? It's fine. It's pretty cool. Fine. Oh, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> What did you think of the awful ending with like the with John with Murdoch and the other guy doing like the brain stuff? <laughs> it was awesome. That was terrible. That was it was so great. awesome. It was incredible. It was so cool. But overall, it's a dope movie. Come on, it's pretty good. It's okay. I like the guy, um, the main character. I don't know the, the actor's name. Uh, it's like Rupert something. I don't know. Don't you wish his eyes were just like a couple centimeters closer together? <laughs> a little bit, yeah. It's very unsettling. I also wish, I also wish Jennifer Connelly would act. Yeah. yeah she's, oh, she is. She's an Academy Award winning actress. Really Have you seen A Beautiful it. Mind? Just more. Josh? No. Well, I don't think you can throw that out there if you haven't seen the movie she won an Academy Award for. <laughs> well, if she saying. was great in Requiem for a Dream, so. Okay, but. She's still pretty emotionless in that and movie, she would, but you no, can just chalk that was, up to the hair. She was also good in the 2003 smash hit, <laughs> so. We're lucky we're not paying by the beep here. Yeah, there's an, that's another edit point. So, thank you. 32. Oh, that, I, I don't do that out of spite. I do that for the meme. It's just funny. Joke. It's just funny. How beautiful is, like, the world of Dark City, though? It's very atmospheric. I know. Oh, man. It's, very, like, it's an interesting movie. It's pretty good. I liked it. I hope I, that I'll watch it again. For, I hope for it grows on you. I it's ever on. It's pretty great. I agree. Uh... <laughs> So let's give out assignments uh, that we'll talk about in t- 2018, most likely. Uh, Cody, why don't you go first? Who's watching Am I, am I signing for you, Mason? Oh, wow. Am I? I don't know. Maybe. I think so. Well, you're watching the original Red Dawn. Oh, okay. The, like, uh, is, that, is that guy Shwayze in it? Yeah. 
Ah, okay. He reunites, uh, reunites, reunites the um him and the girl from Dirty Dancing. Oh, baby. Does she get put in a corner at any point? I think so. Okay, that's good. Good. All right. Uh, Josh, who was watching what? Uh, Mason. No, oh Cody. Oh, Cody. Cody, you are watching Trading Places. The fuck is that? It's an Eddie Murphy movie from the 80s, and it's oh, one of his best comedies. And it's on Netflix, and it's hilarious. Okay. Standing like tall. Did you say you don't like Eddie Murphy? I don't like Eddie Murphy. Get away. Get Go away. Get away. Get away from me. Okay, Josh. I have multiple options for you, and I did not check to see if they were on your letterboxed. So we're just going to go for it here. Have you seen Walk Hard, The Dewey Cox Story? Oh, my fucking God. He's so good. That's one with John C. Riley, right? Yeah, yeah. he's hilarious. No, that's, the, that's the most underrated comedy of the 21st century. Easy. Are you guys ready? Are sure. Guys as ready as I'm going to be. Nice. Here we go. Top 15 favorite movies. 10's not enough, man. And this and this podcast started in 2015, so call back. I don't know. Um, nice. So is it? Yeah, it's, it's it's cool. It's a little cool thing. That's why I like 15. Everybody does a 10. Let's do a 15. You know, YOLO. Uh, Josh, why don't you start us off with your any honorable mentions that you have? I have no honorable mentions. Perfect, Cody. Honorable mentions. I have a few. Um... All right. Trimming the fat. Got V for Vendetta on there. Nice. Watchmen. Oh. Creed. Oh. Pulp Fiction. <clears throat> Pulp Fiction. <laughs> uh, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Clerks. Yee. Conspiracy. Sorry, was the last one Clerks? Clerks. Okay. Uh, conspiracy and Goodfellas. Wow. Wow. That's a good. That's a good round of mentions. Um. I have 15. Um, so basically, this is like a. I'm basically doing my top 30 list because fuck you guys. Number 30, Dark City. Number 29, Departed. Number 28, V for Vendetta. Number 27, Inside Out. Number 26, Heat. Number 25, oh, Toy Story 2. Number 24, The Truman Show. Number 23, Contact. Number 22, Gremlins. Number 21, Inglorious Bastards. Number twenty, there will be blood. Number nineteen, Wonder Boys. Number eighteen, Catch Me If You Can. Number thirteen, or num- excuse me, number seventeen is Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Number fifteen is Interst or number sixteen is Interstellar. Mm. So just missed, just missed. Okay, all right. Josh, your number 15 pick. Number 15 is a tie. Okay. There's two movies, and I literally picked the other one about two minutes ago as you were making your honorable mentions. Um, my two movies and number 15 are Finding Nemo Oof. and Braveheart. So why what, what about that requires a tie? Because I love them both, and I know Braveheart's in this list, but I can't decide if I like it more or less. So right now it's a tie. Okay. But usually, like, ties are, like, you know, similar movies, but you're just going for it. Yeah. Okay. He's go- hey, Cody? Yeah. Cody, he's going for it. He's going for it? He's going for it. Sweet. 
Any particular reasoning behind them? Uh, I mean, I've talked about Finding Nemo a million times, but yeah, I just it's my favorite Pixar movie. It's like my like, second favorite animated movie. Spoiler alert. Um, uh, I cannot believe I you're just... gonna put B movie on your list. <laughs> Jesus. Almost gave that to Cody for homework. Um, yeah, it's just it's uh, to me it's a perfect movie. I just I love it so much. Uh, it's revisiting it for, as an adult as opposed to when I was a kid was like one of the best experiences I've ever had like watching a movie at home and it was it's like one of the most emotional movies I've ever seen especially for a kids movie um, and then Braveheart that's like the definitive epic movie to me and I I love big I, I know I bitch about long movies all the time but when a movie's epic and it's like three hours long like Lord of the Rings or something like that I'm all into it, and this is, like, my favorite of any of those kinds of movies. So, it's amazing. Nice. Want to hear an anecdote about Braveheart? Every day. Sure. When I was a senior in high school, I took physics. And in that class, my teacher, we were doing something about velocity or some dumb, you know, physics. And we used a scene from Braveheart with archers as an example to see if it was realistic and it wasn't. Oh, it's not realistic at all. I know. Or accurate it, it in was any way. Fun. It's just a fun little aside. I'm sorry. All right. Mason, what's your number 15 movie? Uh, well, my letterbox just crashed, so that's fun. Well, that pisses me off. Oh, well, I think I remember it. Uh, my number 15 movie is not a popular pick for my favorite of this director because I already mentioned one of his in my honorable mentions. And Honorable? Uh, honorable? Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> honorable. Um, my number 15 is, uh, is Lincoln. It is Lincoln. Uh, Lincoln is... That's your favorite of his? Yeah, I just I realized it the other day. I was like, yeah, that's okay. Yeah. Continue. Just because it's about history doesn't mean that it's automatically boring or whatever. Some would say it makes it more interesting. I would say so too. I would say yeah, so too. It can continue. <laughs> I don't know. It, it's not like it's not the most boring movie ever. It's about the, one of the most crucial points of world history and of american history and i don't like if if you want to call that boring by all means i will happily enjoy it as the masterwork that it is and it's about yeah it's about politics and all that kind of stuff but politics and at this at that juncture was and well really not that different than politics is right now but it this is a movie (laughs) about about just doing the right thing and lincoln is just such a fascinating figure that um we're, you know, for the, until the ends of time, we're going to be looking back and trying to analyze his decisions and analyze just who he was as a person. And, I mean, Day-Lewis is gives such a fantastic, empathetic performance of a guy that you'd assume would be feeding bread to pigeons on a, you know, on the street and not be the leader of the free world. He's just got this lightness to him and this kind of sense of, you know, He's got this boyishness, I guess, uh, to him, and he just seems like such a genuinely decent person. And he's doing all the, gr- he's doing so many great things, and it's just. And then Spielberg's direction on top of it, just he keeps this movie that could 
get kind of into a rut and could be boring, but isn't because the characters are so well written and the direction is so strong and the themes are just so just in your face. And, um, and just the, the ending of it is, you know, with, with his death and just, he belongs to the ages now. And that's, and that's just one of my favorite movies. And I watch, whenever I get down about however things are in the world, I just, I watch Lincoln and I remind myself that, Leaders could be worse. Yeah, because like, leader is typically more of who's good on camera and who's a good public speaker, and then who's a good policy person. And Lincoln was both of those things, and that comes around so rarely. And I don't know. Yeah, it's it's Spielberg, and you you you'd lead to believe like, oh well, E.T. or one of his big movies, but there's nuance in his in his smaller stuff, and. To call it boring, I just think is you know it's not appreciating the what exactly he's doing and the kind and the event that he's giving giving voice to. So Lincoln's my number fifteen. Uh, Cody, what was your fifteen? F- I'm writing these down. I forgot to because I didn't tell you yet. Oh Fuck shoot. You. Okay. Well, um, my, I mean, luckily for me, most of these movies we've talked about already. So, um, my number fifteen movie is Rocky Two because it's the best Rocky movie. I meme around that Rocky Four is the best, but that's a joke. That movie's not good, but it's great propaganda. I love propaganda. I've never understood that whole thing, but what do you hey, mean? I never got the whole like Soviet whatever thing with Rocky Four. What do you mean he won the Cold War? Yeah, I don't get it. What does that mean? He won the Cold War, bro. Didn't you see at the no, end? He's no. like, if I could change. We all can you change. Can change. And then they, he they got stand the, up and the, applaud him. He got the leader of the Soviet Union to clap for an American, which never would have happened in 1985 if I remember this movie came out. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, bro. He thought out that war big time. I was, I was, I don't know. All I cared about was the boxing. Sad. Rocky's never been about the boxing. It's Had to be there, the man. Had to be there. And, and the Cold War. Cool. Uh, Josh, your number 14. My number 14 is from a director that recently died. Uh, <laughs> recently had to give up his Oscar that he won for Be- about five seconds. Because he died? <laughs> sure. Nice. Metaphorically. Uh, it's Whiplash. Good movie. Fuck, I didn't include that anywhere. Yeah. Whiplash. God damn it. This is why I don't like this stupid fucking list. <laughs> Gotta log it all in Letterboxd and then take yeah. hours of time to go through it all. But, um, yeah, Whiplash is, I, I mean, speaking as a drummer, I was dying to see this movie when I first heard about it for, I think I waited over, uh, I heard about it like a year before I saw it. Um, I, then I, it was just, it completely paid off when I saw it. And I've seen it like, I think like 20 something times at this point, but as like, sorry, there's just, no way to, that that's possible. I watch your letterbox, and you haven't logged it once this year. So, come on, man. Rash, ma'am. I have. No, you haven't. How many times have you watched it this year? This year, none. No, <laughs> I, take that back. I take it back. I didn't watch it at the beginning of this year. Um, but I watched it since... But I didn't get a letterbox until, like, 2000, okay, well, end of 2015. Prove Actually, it. No, I want some hard 2016. stats. 2016. I want some hard stats before you throw something like that You can look there. at my first <laughs> review. I don't care. I want I want 20... I want days and dates, man. I got I got a movie log dating back to June twenty thirteen. And that's what Why? matters. 
I did. I I letterbox before letterbox was even around, so I'm pretty. Yeah, I didn't. I'm pretty cool, bro. I didn't. Anyways, um, Whiplash. But yeah, um, it's just it's a to me it's not not a popular opinion. But this is the best sports movie ever made. It's not. It's not a sport. It's a sports movie. I don't care. It's not a sport. It's a sports movie. It's a music movie. What's the sport, man? What's the sport? Drumming. That's not a sport. It's not a sport. It's the way the movie is made. The style of it is a sports movie. You're not right. That doesn't make it a sports movie. It's if, not about to me, it, No, that's not what that's not what it's about. No, it's about the way the movie is made. It's, I mean, take the drumming out and replace it with any other sport. It's a sports movie. It could fit. Exactly. That's what we're saying. It's the sports part that makes it the sports movie, not the structure of the movie. Exactly. So it's the best it's, sports movie ever made. Whiplash. Um, yeah, oh it's God. just it's so it's amazing. It's perfect. It, the way it's directed and edited. Um, and Miles Teller. Love the guy. I don't care. Um, and J.K. Simmons gives one of my favorite performances in a movie ever. Has some of the best lines I've ever heard. Since this is kind of a greatest hits episode, I just want to mention that Miles Teller in like 30 years is going to be a melting candle man. <laughs> uh, but no, J.K. Simmons is lit. There's so much more to that movie than J.K. Simmons screaming. That's all. That's just me. Because like the, the, the theme of like... How far is too far to push for greatness? I think it's really, really cool. And everybody's like, yeah, but, yeah, but screaming. It's like, okay, cool. Whatever, but J.K. Simmons yells loud. Like, I get it. Awesome. That's, his screaming's awesome. He's really good at it. He yells at that Jewish kid. He, like, calls him fat and stuff. It's great. <laughs> he would have been a cool Pennywise, honestly. <laughs> J.K. Simmons? Yeah. <laughs> he would have been a really cool Pennywise. But Was it right. rushing or dragging, Georgie? All right, uh, Josh, any more on Whiplash? It's the best sports movie ever. Go on. Ugh. It's not. It's not a sports movie in any capacity or definition. So. I'm going to run a... I'm gonna run in, a in my definition, it is. That's not... Okay. I'm going to run a uh, poll on Twitter. Cody, number 14. I'm, my I'm, number 14 is Toy Story. Oh, nice. Because I like Toy Story. Toy Story 1's a great movie. The best... Um, Pixar movie that's canon. Oof. Um, that might not be canon. It's canon to me. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> it's a good movie. I like it. We've yeah. talked about that in length as well. You've got a friend in me, bro. Got Absolutely. a friend in me. Uh, my letterbox just came back to life. Heck yeah. My number 14 is a movie I just saw last year, and I've seen it three times since, once in the theater. And it is, I cannot believe it, but it's my favorite animated movie. Uh, my number fourteen is Castle away. Castle Fuck. in the Sky. Close. Uh, like I, I've talked about this so many times, so I'll I'll keep it brief. Um, and it's just it. This captures everything I love and everything I wanted movies to be. Um, when I first started watching them, it's like a, just a high concept adventure with a mysterious place, and it's like a road trip, and there's just such amazing technology and art design and world building and it's just it's such a cool world that um that Miyazaki builds and um I'm just I'm so glad I I uh decided last summer whenever it was to start looking at Miyazaki because this is just this movie is just so damn good and uh I I he's making one more apparently like he's it's going to be coming out in a couple of years and then like he's going to retire for like the sixth time so yeah we'll see how long that lasts yeah i don't know i don't know but... i like i like princess mononoke better than yeah okay i mean yeah. i can't really i can't really refute you there i just find the 
I really <laughs> like the Keith David uh, boar. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's got like four. You could argue, make an argument that four or five of his movies is his best. And I'd be like, okay, I can see that. That per- makes total sense. But like I said, the art design is just where it gets me. The, this world is so just incredible. And uh, only Miyazaki could do a movie like this. Uh, so, Josh, you're number 13. My number 13 is the best Harry Potter movie ever made. It's the best fantasy movie. You did, see, hey, now you what? are the one who get gets on me all the time for saying something's better than something else, and then you jump out with some, one of those. Come on, man. It's your favorite Harry Potter movie. So it's the best Harry Potter movie ever made. You are, you're horrible. I hate you so much. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, Harry Potter and Prisoner of Azkaban. I've talked to death about this movie. We don't need to discuss it any further. Also, shout out to Mason's sister because she agrees it's the best. Stop it. Don't encourage Stop her. <laughs> don't encourage Stop. any of that. It's such a good movie. Alfonso Cuaron is a genius. It's, it's brilliant. It's the most standalone of all the movies. That's exactly what you want from an it's the most series. It's, it's the most personal, character-driven of all of them. Sure. Okay. It's the most interesting. Mm. Time and time travel, man. Time travel. It is know. awesome. Best cinematography, best music. Cody, how would you feel if Star Wars Episode Nine they did time travel and went back into the past to... Ugh. Exactly. doesn't work there. It doesn't work here. It doesn't work in anything. It works here. works oh, in Harry Potter. It doesn't. It Sometimes it works. I mean, it works in Looper, but... I know, but... This, fuck, I hate Azkaban. Fine, whatever. Cody, number 13. My number 13 movie is Inglorious Bastards. It's my wow. favorite Tarantino movie. Oh, that's a, that's a homework, Josh. Keep forgetting to assign that to you. What, you haven't never seen that? To. He has not. He has not seen that or Goodfellas. That uh, hurts me. He, don't, he doesn't even like I movies. I saw The Godfather, okay? One step at a time. Ugh. No, it's not Ugh. one step at a time. You're just missing... Yeah, whatever. Whatever. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> what else do you love about... What, what do you love about Inglorious Bastards? Cody? I love... Uh, Tarantino's irreverent nature of history. I yeah. think it's super funny. I think that him changing the, the past so dramatically is one of the funniest things ever when he kills Hitler. Yeah. Spoiler, sorry. But the movie came out in when? 20... 2009? Yeah. Yeah. It's been a while. Uh, it's just... it's as far as like um, acting goes, it has the best acting with Christoph Waltz being probably the best, one of the best villains ever put to film. And uh, as Hans Lambda, it's just, <clears throat> it's just a great movie. I don't know what else I can say about it. Hey, that's a bingo. That's a bingo. So Did good. I say it right? Yeah. <laughs> it's a bingo. We just say bingo. He's so wholesome. I love uh, Hans Lambda's peak he's peak villain uh my number 13 is uh the first uh fincher movie on my list now i'm not can't can i make a favorite list without fincher uh my number 13 is the social network um it i mean it's even if this is not like when I put it together a favorites list, or when I put together a movie in any fashion, it's always a combination, or like a critiquing a movie and giving it a grade. It's always a combination of the skill on display, how much I want, and how much I want to revisit it, and how much I want this to be in part of the of the rotation, and how much I think about it, all that stuff. This is not a movie that I die. I'm always dying to 
um, to revisit. Like, I think I've seen it three times, maybe. I didn't see it in theaters. I saw it in, like, well after it was out on Blu-ray. So I've only seen it a handful of times. But the fact of the matter is this is a combination of my favorite writer and my favorite director doing a movie. So and it is as it is as well made of a movie as you can get really like it's just it's and it's about the defining element of of the 21st century and it's about what has reshaped how we live our lives basically and it and it treats it with dignity unlike something like uh, that the first Steve Jobs movie with Ashton Kutcher where they just like oh but he made iPods it's like no we have to talk about what this does to the culture and that's what this movie does and it tells it through a fascinating story of you know the the classic story of you know it's kind of Cain and Abel in a way and it's Fincher and Sorkin I of of Fincher's if you gave me a choice to watch them I'd probably watch the game before I'd watch this but I respect the hell out of this movie and I think it is just it's an absolute masterpiece and it's one of their both Sorkin and Fincher's many masterpieces so my number 13 social network uh Josh your number 12 my number 12 is my favorite movie by a guy we were talking about recently by the name of Christopher Nolan, and it is Inception. Um, again, talked a million times about this, but I love it. Uh, it's my uh, it's like my favorite sci-fi movie of, I guess, the 21st century. Um, it's just – it's everything I want out of science fiction – meets a blockbuster has great characters um visuals are groundbreaking sort of uh has one of the best Hans Zimmer scores um Leonardo DiCaprio's in it yeah he is so he sure that. is <laughs> is that good is that um, bad or is you saying it's a he's very in good it? thing he, okay well say that I don't I can't think of any bad movies he's been in except for uh what's that movie called Simple Jack. No. Wait, what the hell is that? (laughs) What? Are you talking about Ben Stiller? (laughs) That's that's like a fake movie from Tropic Thunder. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wasn't wasn't Leonardo DiCaprio in a movie like that? I thought that was a movie. I thought it was bad. You're you're talking about Gilbert Gilbert Grape. I didn't like Gilbert Grape. That's the one I didn't like. A bad DiCaprio movie? I don't know. Body of Lies was pretty shitty. I'm not going to lie. You ever see that? That (laughs) You know what's pretty shitty is Titanic. There, I said it. Okay. What are you talking about? It's a great movie. It's yeah. okay. I don't mind. I don't really care for Titanic, to be honest with you. It's fantastic. It's a love story on a boat. I don't give a shit. Um, it's awesome. It's that's too long. That movie's way too long. I don't care. Nah. If you have two to split VHSs, your movie on everybody, two. exactly. I was about to say that. If you got to put your movie on two VHSs, maybe it's time to invest in a better editor. I'm just saying. I don't know. It's fine. Titanic's cool, but okay. I just want to let you guys know that uh, our poll about whiplash is at 100 percent no <laughs> with one vote by not me josh do, p- close your twitter account right now put your <laughs> phone on the table thank no, you no he should be allowed to vote i voted in it oh are you the one vote i'm the one vote <laughs> wow rigged rigged the election's rigged it's just but. like 2016 all over again i know isn't it oh boy and by a communist no less jesus um cool Inception. damn it i voted no by accident get wrecked oh my god you know what that is josh that's karma <laughs> it's, it's subconscious he knows so let me ask you this josh and this i'm gonna I, i'm gonna 
pop this question to you guys every time you say this is your favorite whatever movie of whatever director, or even of all time. Uh, Will Inception ever be topped from Christopher Nolan? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. Okay. All right. Cody, number okay. 12. Number 12, let's see, is Red Dawn. Whoa. That's high. I love this movie. I'm telling you, I don't joke. I It's one of my favorite movies ever made. I just, I whenever there's a Russian movie on your list, I just assume, or you're talking about how much you like a Russian movie. I just assume because it's, you know, Soviet Russia and you love Russia. That movie takes place in Colorado. I know, but like, aren't the Russians involved? Barely any Russians in that movie. Well, there's barely any Nazis in Dunkirk, but here we are. Boom. <laughs> what do you love about Red Dawn? I love everything about Red Dawn. I love Patrick Swayze. I love the action. I love the story. I love uh, the propaganda. I love um, how it's just, it's such a sign of its time of when it was made. It's ridiculous. Mm. You could tell this is the height of the Cold War, right Our before Rocky out. won it. Uh, my number 12 is the most recent addition to my list. Uh, I just rewatched it a couple of days ago, and it is awesome. And uh, speaking of David, fin- of Aaron Sorkin, I should say, my number 12 is Steve Jobs, baby. It's wow, that's a lot lower than I thought it was going to be. Oh, really? What would you think it was going to yeah, be? Yeah, uh, like two. Wow, really? Hmm. You talk about the movie every chance you get. I know, I love it. And it's number 12, after, and it only came out a couple years ago. So who knows how much higher it'll get. Uh, I, th- I it'll probably break into my top ten at some point. Um, I need to take some time off of it because when I rewatched it, most you know, a couple days ago or a week ago or whatever, I was like, ah, oh, this is great, but I feel like I'm watching it too soon. So I need to give it like a year or two. And uh, but this movie is—I don't get that. It's the just. What do you mean you don't get that? How can you like? How can it be too soon? If you love it, you should be able to watch it like whenever. Well, it's still like I told you, it's a movie, and it's like, oh, okay, I remember this scene. Oh, I remember that scene. It loses its, you know, spontaneity, I guess. And I know too much. I need you need distance from something to why to appreciate it. I'm not watching it for the story. I'm watching it for the storytelling. This movie, especially, it's about the rhythm and the dialogue and the characters and stuff like that. And those can get. It's not. I'm not saying it's stale, but it can get repetitive. Like, oh. Well, now here's the scene where they yell about this, or here's the scene where they yell about that. And I just want to give myself time to forget about the minutia of it and experience it as close to the first time as I can later when I forget about it a little bit. That's all. You're telling me you can watch Jobs v. Scully, Dawn of Justice on a loop without getting bored? I know. I totally could. I'm just saying I want to, I want to build up the anticipation. That's all. I've watched it twice this year and, like, three times last year and then twice, you know, in 2015. So just got to let it breathe a little bit. That's all. <laughs> okay, Cody, you can't, you can't watch a movie like – like, Josh watched Wonder Woman three times in a week. Could you do that? No, I could watch the No Man's Land part maybe, yeah. but – Okay. All right. Josh, you're one of the very few people who watches movies so obsessively and doesn't get – like, not get tired of them. I don't know. It's weird. Uh, it's not weird. It's a little weird. It's a little weird. I like Most watching... people don't do that. Yeah. I like comfort. Okay. But it's the same movie. Okay, whatever. Uh, <laughs> 11. That's why I like watching it again. Speaking of Josh, number 11. Boom. 
Wait, what? What's your number 11? Just, what's your number what 11 it? movie? Oh, I don't know. What is... Okay. What do you mean I don't Josh, know? You have a list written, don't no, you? No, what, what does my name have to do with number 11? You said speaking was, of Josh. Because I was just talking just to you, go, man. Just go. Just just go, please. You're killing me. It's breaking down. <laughs> Episode 100. The wheels are coming off, guys. Come on. <laughs> I'm surprised it didn't happen sooner. We're only a third of the way through. Uh, my number 11 is Jaws. One of the best Spielberg movies ever. Technically, um, it's, just... it's not even the best of the franchise, though. Oh, stop it. Because well, Jaws 4 The Revenge is an amazing movie. No, I'm movie. not talking about Jaws 4. I'm talking about Bigger Jaws. Oh, Bigger Jaws. <laughs> you see? Don't have to. Oh, don't owe Jesus me as soon as I start talking. I got a funny joke. Come on, man. Whatever. Uh, what do you like okay. about Jaws? It's, I mean, it's... I also part of the reason I love it is because of all the problems there was behind the scenes. Like that movie is like known so well because there were it was like a disaster behind the scenes. Um, they couldn't get anything to work. Uh, they like I think they went over uh, their production schedule. Um, it just so many issues came out of it, and yet it's one of the most iconic movies of all time. Um, I think Spielberg won an Oscar for it. He might have gotten nominated. I don't remember. Um, but it's just such a simple thing. It's just a shark is terrorizing people. People have to go after it. And it's the way that he shows the shark, or I guess doesn't show the shark, with John Williams' music. Um, and it's scary while also having great characters, great character development. Um, it's really fun, too. It's kind of funny as well. Um, it's just it's everything I love basically about movies all thrown into one. It's scary. Um, it just it has a little bit of all the genres. Um, so, And it's a shark, and sharks are cool. So, You ever seen a shark? Uh, it, yeah, actually, I have, yeah. Like in the wild? Yep. In the aquarium, really? Yep. Someone caught one when I went fishing at some point, like 10 years ago. Cool. Not like a big, like, like a baby shark. but. Wow, dick. <laughs> they threw it back. Okay, so you caught it. I would have kept it. Things scarred, man. Uh, sharks are pretty cool. I'm, I'm always an, I'm an alligator guy. Like we need an alligator version of Jaws. Like you remember Isn't that? that remember that kid those... that got dragged off at Disneyland a couple years ago? I want a biopic of that. <laughs> oh, just a biopic of that. I'd watch it. Well, like a, like like a whole hour and a half just about that day leading up to his yeah, demise. Steve Jobs, it baby. <laughs> Oh, what if they did it like that movie Vantage Point, but made it good? <laughs> from the perspective of the... You got one, you have like Watch one 20-minute section killed from, like, yeah, get, like four times. times, but you, you see it from the perspective of his mom, yeah. the perspective <laughs> of him, the perspective of even the alligator. I'd watch, I'd watch the yeah, shit out of that. Yeah. All right, Cody, number 11. Number 11 is... Kind of busy right now. Is... Uh, Shawshank Redemption. Nice. Uh, talked about this movie before. You can make you talk about it. A couple weeks ago, even. It's oh, we were talking about it during our Stephen King adaptations. Yeet. Which I believe this is universally considered the best adaptation, and I can't blame them for that. Them being everybody. It's just, it's really great movie. Tim Robbins is amazing in it. Morgan Freeman is awesome. And everybody in this movie plays great. And it just tells a simple and just timeless story of friendship 
fight for family, live for love. I don't know what else I'm to say. Do you get, should Shawshank ever be remade? Doesn't need to be. Yeah. Josh, what do you think? I mean, I wouldn't, but I wouldn't be upset if they did. Who would you who would you cast as new red and new other guy? Um Andy. obviously I'd make it an obviously I'd make it an all female female version. Oh fucking kill me. <laughs> <laughs> With or, Amy Poehler and Tina Fey. Oh wow. Orange is the new Shawshank. You're not even gonna make one from black? Come on, man. Whitewasher. Fine, Amy Poehler. Well and to Leslie be fair, Jones. in in the original book or the story, Red's a red headed Irish guy. So you're blackwashing it? Blackwash the movie. I, I Whoa. Was something really bad. <laughs> <laughs> I think we just came up with a new term. Blackwashing. Example. Shawshank. Example two. Nothing. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, <laughs> nice. Uh, my number 11 is the only movie in my top 15 that I will give... I will say it's on my list because of nostalgia, and it's the only movie on here that I think... My on my top fifteen, I can't really point out any major or really significant flaws in any movie in my top fifteen except for this one, and it's Tim Burton's Batman. <sighs> this kind of like formed my taste and just for the rest of my life, and you know it's it's incredibly nostalgic and it you know like it it made me like the things that I like, but it's also not very it's great. I think it's great, but. The, there's a lot of little things that are wrong in this movie that chip it away. Like, Bruce Wayne's basically anonymous, and, like, nobody knows who he is, and they have to look up what happened to his parents. Like, it's not a big deal or whatever. And, um... Yeah, that's, I guess that's maybe it. But this movie's just so... <laughs> it's so beautiful. And, and Oh, and also the set work just gets repetitive, and I don't like how... It feels too small. Um, but everything else is great. Like, Jack Nicholson, it's... I think it's my favorite performance of his. I think he's great in it. Uh, Keaton is such an interesting and you wouldn't he he's a guy like when we now when we cast Batman it's like okay well who could who looks like they could play Batman but the key to Batman and then I don't even think the comics got this right is that you have to get somebody as Batman who would you who you'd never suspect to be Batman and in most mediums they overcome it with like oh well Bruce Wayne's just this drunk playboy who doesn't who just part who sleep who parties all night sleeps all day and you know is reckless with his money but in actuality, Batman would be, you know, kind of a meek, kind of behind-the-scenes, sort of unsuspecting, maybe sarcastic kind of guy. It's like there's no way that that guy has an edge to him to fight crime at night. But and I, I don't know. I've always liked that about about Keaton's Batman, and and just the the art design is just incredible. And Tim Burton, wow. Uh, oh, another thing I don't like is making Joker the kill uh, the guy who killed Batman's parents. That's weak as fuck. I don't like that, but whatever. Like I said, it's the movie. Uh, I, I I have a question for you, though, Mason. What? Have you ever danced with the devil in the pale moonlight? Josh, number 10. It's the real shit. Number 10 is a movie Cody just talked about, Shawshank Redemption. I thought you were going to say movie. Red Dawn. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> um, pretty much just everything he said. It's it's the my favorite Stephen King movie. Um, acting is it's probably two of the best performances ever in a movie um, just, yeah everything about it I just love it Cool, it's a great movie cool very cool shouldn't have fired Frank Darabont AMC that's all I'm saying fired him for what 
Frank, uh, Walking, Walking Dead. Dead. Well, there's no saving that fucking show. Yeah, who so. yeah, I know. That's, there's no end in sight. When is that going to end, man? Never. Hopefully soon. Those that show got so thing. bad. But how it's is it going to so end? Same thing the... every season. It's the same thing. And I'll just keep doing it because people keep getting suckered into watching it. I like zombies. Yeah. Zombies were over like four years ago. Grow up, people. Number 10. Number 10 is Steve Jobs. Whoa! You have been higher than yeah. I do? Yeah, I like the movie. What can I say? Damn, I guess I'm just son. a better fan. Yeah, you're higher than I do. Yeah. Well, what can I say? I need to reach up on my list the then. You hate Aaron Sorkin. I know, I do. That's all I got out By of it. By the way, somebody asked Sorkin what his favorite movie, like a, maybe a year ago, what his favorite movie the last few years was, and you know what he said? Steve Jobs? No. You know, I want you to throw a guess. It's like, from 2010 and onwards, what's Aaron Sorkin's favorite movie? Cody, what do you think? <laughs> Um, when was this interview? Uh, recently. I'm not quite sure when, but recently. Force Awakens. Josh? I don't know. It was Lincoln! Oh, that's lame. I found that out after I put up together my list. I was like, bro! Why do you call it lame, man? It's, it's important. I don't care about anything in that movie. (laughs) You don't... That might be the most racist thing ever said on the show. Come on, man. It's abolishing it's not it's slavery. Like, it's not interesting. It's, like, it's yeah, not interesting? The, Come on. The subject matter, the actual event happening is like the significance is good, but like doesn't mean everything leading up to it is like I need a three-hour movie about. It's not three hours, first of all. It's, it's like, like two, two hours and 40. Yeah, that's two hours and 40 minutes, not three hours. 20 minutes yeah, difference Yeah, it's too, too close to three. See, that's why we can't have nice things. That's why we cannot have nice things. It's an important movie. Whatever. I hate you so much. Um, <laughs> all right, my number 10. Speaking of the Cold War, Cody. Oh, boy, Rocky IV, we're here. That's, uh, I, I bet I can guess, but I'm not going to. No, guess. Go for it. Is it uh, that Steven Spielberg movie? Bridge of Spies? Yeah. No. That's a Cold War movie. I know, but not this one. Not the one I'm talking about. Okay, I don't know. Go ahead. My number 10. From Russia with Love. Is a movie that came out six years ago, and it's only in, it's only now, this month, that I get to see the director's follow-up in the summer. Oh, I know what it is. My number 10 is my favorite spy movie of all time. Well, Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy, baby. Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy, baby. This movie is absolutely fantastic, and it is the... The last time that I watched a movie for the first time and cried at the end, Jesus like I didn't, Christ. like I didn't, I didn't like, but like I got the whole like choked up. That's why I was sounding like, I sound like an, I sound like a bison getting its legs ripped off basically when I cry. But that is my favorite feeling in the yeah. world. In case you were wondering, Same. watching a movie and having that happen. Yeah, like well, eyes got a little bit watery, throat got a little bit knotted. Actually, no, Inside Out was the last one I. Okay, the last one I cried at in theaters was Inside Out. The last one I cried at at home was Tinker Taylor. And this this movie is just so I mean, it's the Cold War. It's it's a perfect it's a perfect time to tell the story because it's a Cold War spy movie. And to oppose like the the last the last big conflict before the Cold War was World War Two, which is like this insane larger than life kind of spectacle of a war. And then a spy movie, when you think of spy movies you think of James Bond, which is extreme, huge, over the top, larger than life. And the Cold War and then this movie both dial it back to where 
I said I think I said in the last episode, espionage is not James Bond. It's not you know stopping the bad guy or you know tracking down whatever. It's it is gathering intelligence to where you can prevent something bad from happening, and that's what this movie com- totally beautifully captured. It's fantastically directed by uh, Thomas Alfredson. Like I said, I cannot wait for the Snowman. That's why I think the Snowman is really going to catch people off guard. The marketing for it is awful. I will give it that. The trailer is cool to me because I read the book, but overall it's like any other thriller trailer you've ever seen. But I think that movie's going to knock people's socks off because Alfredson is, knows what the fuck he's doing. And if he can make Lacar, he can make Naboe. And don't let people get into your head and say, oh, well, it's too complicated because it flashes back and flashes forward because it's not. It's fairly simple and fairly straightforward. And it's, and it's got the living chameleon in it. Who? Gary Oldman. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Gary Oldman. There you go. Yeah. Going to be great in Darkest Hour. I can't wait. But uh, no, this movie's fantastic, and I recommend it to anybody and everyone. So, uh, Josh, what is your number nine? My number nine, bringing it back to Spielberg for my favorite movie, his it's E.T. Um, extra testicle. <laughs> you did it. You fucking did it. I can't believe it. No, he 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 did it first. It was a throwback to a previous episode. Yeah, you weren't there, Cody. You were, I don't know, in jail. Something like Fuck that. Me. I can't remember what ex- example I gave, but it was funny. I think probably at work. Probably. But I always give funny examples. That's the thing. Well, not funny, I guess, because it's me, but. <laughs> but E.T. Josh I laughed thanks man yeah E.T. I, uh, I love this movie it's it's that classic it's like the epitome of that classic like coming of age 80s uh, nostalgia feel that like so many movies rip off that I love seeing um, and it is about just a story about a boy and his alien and it's great um, E.T. is adorable no matter what, someone will lead you to believe. He's kind of gross. He is a cute little Martian thing. Looks like a professional wrestler if you sucked all the water out of him, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> Ew. It's like, if, it's like if Marilyn Manson had his DNA injected into a, a meatball, and then it just kind of became a person. I don't know. There's <laughs> DNA splicing in there. Um... I can go on if you need Jesus. me to, but go ahead, take take it away. <laughs> yeah, again, I love I love it. Uh, Spielberg, just he's it's why he's my favorite director. Just he he continues to make out when he makes movies like this and and like all through the eighties and nineties with these big blockbusters, which is why I can't wait for Ready Player One because we're gonna get back to something like this or sorta. Um, and yeah, I love it. I love the music. I love the characters. I love the relationships in it. Um, I love the visuals, especially for their time. Only so only one commonality so far. I find that interesting. Hmm. Which one? It's uh, Shawshank. It's not going to be on oh, mine. So we that's... both had Steve Jobs too. Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay, so oh, I'll make note of that. <laughs> uh, Cody, number nine. Shit, I took a bite of my granola bar. <laughs> my number nine. What? Is you knew you were gonna have to talk. I know it's funnier. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, the wheels are coming off, man. It really is. He's, uh, all right, you're number nine. Sorry. Okay. My number nine is Interstellar, a movie we've talked about quite a bit. Ooh. Because it's a great movie. 
It's an amazing movie. Okay. I really wanted to put it on my list, but I just need I need more time with other movies. So I love <coughs> it though. Yeah. It's a good movie. It's a great it's your number nine. It's a great movie. Pretty good. I like it. It's my one of my favorite Christopher Nolan movies. Yeah. It's pretty freaking dope, man. Uh my number nine. Yeah. Uh I'm not sure. I think this is gonna come up. if it if it is, let me know, but and I'm surprised it hasn't yet, but this is my second favorite film, by, or fa- second favorite Tom Hanks film. And my number nine oh. is a movie that is the closest I've ever come to having a religious experience watching a movie. And it is quiet, it is soft, it is just peaceful. And even though it's about a situation that is would scare the shit out of me, and I, I would not make it through. So my number nine is Castaway. Oh, God damn, what a good movie. Is that coming up? No, but it's a good movie. Josh? No. Oh, man. Cast- really? No Castaway? You see, uh, that's, well, that's the I, problem I, with making lists like this. You know, I don't hard. have four hours to spend on Letterboxd to remember this shit. I didn't. I, I give, I pulled, when I made my list, I said, what movie have I, give, have I given five stars to? You just gotta be I liberal give a lot with where you give stars five stars. I know that's there, the thing. There, I don't even think there's a single movie on the rest of my list that came out before the nineties. So So? Okay. What? What? What's that have to do with so anything? That, so, I don't know, it just rules it out. It came out in two thousand. Yeah. Still not the nineties. Your so rex makes you suck. What? <laughs> wait, what oh you said none of my another movie on my list came out before the nineties. Yeah. So what does that have to do with Castaway? Which is, later which is than before the 2000s. Uh, what? So it's any, no, there's nothing before the 90s or 2000s or 2010s. All right, let's end this bit, guys. Let's move on. Hold on. I don't understand. I literally don't there's understand. Don't understand. What he's saying is there's nothing later than 1999 on his, the rest of his list. Oh, okay. That's see, you didn't mention that because like you have whiplash. Okay, that makes more sense. All right, thank you. You need to explain yourself better. I said that's what I said. I don't think you did. Word for word, run the tape. Maybe I might have missed a couple. It might have cut out for a couple of words. I don't know. Um, but Castaway is my number nine. I love that movie. I have a lot more contemporary movies than you do. Holy shit. Huh. All right. Uh, Josh, you're number eight. My number eight is. One of my favorite horror movies ever. It's Halloween. Uh, I don't know. I don't even know if I've ever. Have I actually talked about Halloween ever? I don't even remember. I think so. um, but yeah, I love this movie. It's so. It's by today's standards, it's pretty by the numbers and like not that scary. But like. But it was I, the number. It was the well, first true. number. Yeah, I, I mean, that's the thing. It's I, it set the. It set the stage for every slasher that's basically ever been made. Um, and it, to this day, is still, I think, the best of them all. I think Michael Myers is still the best slasher killer all of them. Sorry, Freddy. Sorry, Jason. Sorry, uh, Chucky. Sorry. They're all they're all great. I love them all. Michael Myers is the undefeated champion, uh, and he's always going to be to me. Uh, Laurie Strode is an iconic character. I love her. Can't wait to see her again next year. That's going to be awesome. Um, 
Didn't she already come back? I feel like she was in a yeah, Halloween Yeah, H2O, movie. baby. They did it in H2O, and I love that movie, and they're doing it again. Okay. Okay. Let me ask you this, they, though. They could do it, then they could do it again in 20 more years and call it H60. I don't care. She'll be like 90 million years old. She'll be dead. She's not that old. Well, with all that activity, she's got to be like... <laughs> she's got to be shitting her brains out 24-7. So, okay, how old do we think Jamie Lee Curtis is? I have it up on Google. 63. So, Cody, you're 68 and Josh 63? I said 60 at least. Wow, she's 58. Oh, shit. I did not. What? How's that possible? Wow. She looks good for age. I mean, she looks good for any age. I thought she'd be well into her 60s. Because she's been, it just most, seems, it just seems like she's been around forever. That's all. Yeah, most actors seem like they're in their sixties now, except for like Leo. Yeah, Leo's and... forty-two. That gives me feelings. But is it why? Let me ask you this, Josh. Why? Or, philosophically, do you think the reason that we haven't had a great slasher, an, another great enter into like the slasher Mount Rushmore, Mount Slashmore? Um, what do you mean? Like character-wise, yeah, new but like, character. Do you think that they? Do you think Hollywood? This is off. Do you think Hollywood spend too much time trying to revive slashers of the past that they haven't given an opportunity to, to bring a slasher of the modern day? Like, I think yes. the, the nearest you had is Ghostface, and that was like late. 90s, I think the nearest right? you had is Jigsaw, and that's not even a slasher. Yeah, no, they try like every every. Two years to make they, tr- they tried this year with the Bye-Bye feels. Man, and that was go- that was well. Poo-poo. Okay, they're not actually trying, you know. Yeah, like nobody's putting thought into the Bye-Bye Man. I mean, but, but well, I mean, like getting like a James Wan or getting like a brain trust of people just to say we need we want you to make another great slasher like a, the the this generation's Freddy or this generation's whoever. Do you think they've yeah. tried to revive old ones and it's prevented them from doing that? I don't think it's prevented them, but. I mean, they're put. I think the ones that are being revived are given more. I don't even know if I could say more respect since a lot of them aren't that great, but I don't know. They're given more attention. They're still making new ones or trying to, but like they're not given the budget or attention or publicity. Well, it's, not, it's not budget. So, like horror movies are made cheap as fuck, man. I mean, I don't know. Compared, like a budget of like, um, I don't know any of those like January horror movies that are made for like two million dollars compared to like the conjuring which was like what 30 million 40 million yeah but like jordan peele may get out for five million and there's nothing in i mean that's not a slasher movie but no no i've always i've just always thought that it's like why haven't we gotten a great slasher recently like it just seems like this is a perfect time for somebody to like a mike flanagan to come in and be like oh i think i think here's we could see that whatever i don't know I think we could see it turn around after next year because we're getting this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's actually going to be really good based on everything we've known about so far. Uh, Cody, you're number eight. Predator. My love for this movie is not a secret. Everybody knows I love this movie. I made Josh watch it. No, you didn't. You made he me like, watch yeah, it. I made somebody watch it. You Fuck made... it. I bought it, but I didn't watch it yet. Watch it. I really like it. That's cool It's amazing. Haven't, gotten, haven't pulled the trigger on Predator 2 yet. But I'm excited for Shane Black, so that'll be fun. That's coming next year, right? Yep. Nice. Yeah, I guess. Trailer should be coming soon, too. Sweet. I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be cool. Predator's a great movie. Nice. I like it. Arnold's probably my favorite Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Whoa. I said it. Fuck you, Terminator Whoa. 2. Oh, boy. I think you just started something. Um, yeah, yeah. We'll wait to see when it shows up on Josh's list. 
My number eight is um, technically, and it's in the wrong spot if I want to be a cool guy, but it's in the right spot in terms of how much I love this movie. My number eight is the most entertaining movie I've ever seen. It's the movie that you said, I think I said it already, if you put a gun to my head and said, you need to entertain somebody for two hours, I'll shoot you in the head, this is what I'm picking. My number eight's Ocean's Eleven. Uh, just, it's just so, it's just so cool. It's just Clooney, and you got Brad Pitt, just a bunch of beautiful people pulling off a heist during the big fight in Las Vegas. To me, that's what movies are. I just, some, movie stars, concept, just fun. Just throw some fun at the screen, throw some, so, throw some cool shit at me, and I'm happy. And this is, this movie is done to absolute perfection, and it is so clever, and it's so funny. The characters are so endearing, and I'm just uh, I'm I gush over Ocean's Eleven. I love it, love it, love it. Um, you got neither of you guys have seen Ocean's Eleven, correct? I have not. Nope. Sad. That's why I should have given you Josh. I told myself I wasn't going to give you any of my top fifteen just to not spoil the surprise, but now I wish I had. Uh, Josh, your number seven. Number seven is where is it? Oh, it's a movie I've talked about a million times. Planet of the Apes, the original from 1968. Um, it's just an amazing movie. It's still the best of the franchise. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't think. I thought you liked the new ones more. No. Okay. I, I the that trilogy is one of my favorites ever. I love the, all three of them, but still, like this this will never be top to me. Um. Yeah, it's just this story, the characters in it, um, all the social commentary. Neither of you have seen it, right? No. I've seen it. Oh, okay. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I just, I, I love it. It's this and the year it came out, it's like this and 2001 came out the same year and both are like two of the best sci-fi movies ever. Um, and just like I always think of that year as like the best year of science fiction. Um, and... It's just it's like it's like a revolutionary thing for me, at least in my eyes, because it and I don't think it gets enough credit, at least from today's audiences. Um, and I love it. It has the best. I don't know if I say the best ending, but the best twist ending, maybe the best twist of all time in any movie. Uh, Cody, your number seven. Number seven. My number seven is The Dark Knight. Probably it's my favorite superhero movie. I don't even know. I just it's a great movie, all around. It's not even a genre movie. It's that good. You could show this movie to anybody who like doesn't even like superhero movies, and they'd like it. But we've talked about this for hours, so just go back to our Batman retrospective episode for my thoughts. Yeah, I heard an interesting question posed today. Um, is there a superhero genre anymore? What do you guys think? I'd say yes. Yeah. I'd say if there's more of one now than ever. You see, I think it's I think it's become splintered off into where superhero movies are now their own like there are genre films like Logan is a western, or Days of Future Past is like a time travel you know thriller or something like that or Civil War is kind of just a a straight action movie. You know, because like, we, when we think of superhero movies of, like, superhero movies, it's more like your Spider-Mans or your, you know, Batman or your Superman, where it's a relatively straightforward, just, like, action romp of 
good guy, bad guy, love interest. But now it's the dynamics change a little bit, and they're like Man of Steel was more of sci-fi, you know, and Wonder Woman was a war movie, stuff like that, you know. It's like they're, they're it's escaping past this genre, and they're just settling into their own specific ones, you know. I, I mean, can yeah, see that argument. I just, I, I get it, but to me, there it's might like... be subgenres at that point, but they're still all under the big genre of a superhero. Yeah, that's that's how I see it. But like, what other than like powers though, and being previously established, what sets, you know, Batman apart from Ethan Hunt? You know, like I, I, I think the only thing, the only thing, the only reason we're saying they're superhero movies is because there's previously established source material but in actuality somebody like jason bourne does a lot of the same thing well he's previously established damn wrecked mason yeah get wrecked Um, you suck i think it's the whole alter ego thing like superman batman i know but they have like that they are just people they're they're ah. Hmm. i don't i don't think there's a superhero genre anymore because there's no there hasn't been a superhero movie in a long time that is as straightforward as, you know, Superman in 1978 or even Sam Raimi's movies, you know? I think those might have been the last... I mean, I think a Wonder Woman was. Yeah, that's why I loved it. I but... think of that as a war movie, you know? Because it, it mean, is it so has a war, It has a war element to it. Well, but... the story's about her interacting and, like, her grappling with the wor- World War I, you know? That's just a backdrop for the story. I don't see it, like, as a war movie. Okay, you let, see me, the war as let me a put it this way. If, if you replace people in superhero movies with... If you take out all the comic book elements to it and you just say, that's just Diana and she lived on an island and she fought in World War One, you know, that would be a war movie, wouldn't it? I, I mean, I guess no, so, but I guess. you're forgetting the fact that she has superpowers. Okay. She lifted yeah. a tank. Okay. People lift, She's got people a lift, garbage theme song, too. You got to remember that. Greatest hits, baby. My number seven is a mob movie. It is my second Good favorite purpose. mob movie. And <laughs> no, it's not. It has not been mentioned on this episode. It's been mentioned on this podcast, and I've kind of been coy about talking about it in too much detail, but and I'm going to stay coy, but I'm going to tell you the movie right now. It is Sam Mendes' Road to Perdition. I was wrong. And for about three years, maybe, this is my favorite movie of all time. I cooled on it, and then when I was putting together this list, I started to kind of go through my um, five-star movies on Letterboxd, and I was like, what about this movie precludes me from putting it in my top ten? And I couldn't think of a legitimate reason, and other than I haven't seen it in a while, but, you know. I haven't seen a lot of movies in a while. And this movie is just, it is so kind of, it's a road trip movie, it's a mob movie, it's like a father-son kind of thing, it's a period piece, and it is just so tender, and it's just so small and so quiet, and it's, Tom Hanks plays a hitman, which is always, it's it's always interesting when he kind of steps out of his, aw shucks, I'm Tom Hanks kind of thing, and does something <laughs> Um, that has an edge to it. I feel like I feel like he's due for another one of these soon. But uh, like he said, he's like I've always wanted to play a villain, but nobody offers me because they never think I'll take it. But I want to do it. So, can um, we agree though that um, David S. Pumpkins is his greatest character? 
it it's up there, man. It's up there. But uh, <laughs> uh, but I like I like this one, and the the relationship between him and Paul Newman and Daniel Craig's characters is just so fascinating. And it's you know it's mobsters in the 1920s, so it just it's you know it's like Great Depression mobsters. So it's just it's it's cool, and it's also got so it's just it packs a punch emotionally, and um. I don't really get emotional in movies that often, so when a movie is able to get under my skin and get that lump in the throat, then I know it's doing something right. And uh, Road to Perdition is just, it's so, it's criminally underrated. People don't talk about this enough. This is like, you know, when we talk about, oh, best mob movies, Godfather, Goodfellas, whatever, but Road to Perdition's up there, man. It's just, it, more people need to see it. So uh, that's my number seven. Josh, you're number six. My number six is the best Arnold Schwarzenegger movie ever. Fuck you, Predator. It's Terminator 2, Judgment Day. Told you. I told you it was going to come up. Yep. But then uh, I fucking I called it. Listen, everybody, I'm a genius. Hey, you set me up. Um, yeah, it's, it's I think, the best action movie ever made. Um, it's just, it's so, it's so perfect for a sci-fi action movie. It's James Cameron being the master that he is um and developing this world even further than he did in the first one which is also a great movie um sarah connor one of the best characters john connor is awesome i love him um and the t-1000 one of the greatest villains of all time uh robert patrick is a very not intimidating looking guy but somehow he is scary as all hell in this movie um, I don't know what else to say. It's just, I mean, the visual effects are groundbreaking for their time. Still hold up today. Uh, these stunts are insane. Arnold jumps onto, off of a truck onto a car or either the other way around. And it was real. There's no harness. There's no, uh, stunt guy. It's all him. And it's awesome. Um, and it's just, it's the perfect ending to Terminator I could have done without any other movie. I mean, there wasn't really any other movies, you know, depending on who you ask. Yeah, there was three other movies. No, I don't know what you're talking about. My official count is that, let's see, one, Terminator. uh, Number two, Terminator 2. Number two, three, Terminator Rise of the Machines. Number four, Salvation. Number five, Genesis. Those are movies that were released. Those sound sound stupid. I don't know why people would make those. They were made. Yeah, actually involved in them, but. Yeah, he made them. Damn, sorry, bro. What t- wh- how old were you when you saw that? Uh, I want to say like fourteen. Okay. So. Yeah, I think I saw that too late. Cody, what did you think about Terminator Two? I don't know if I've ever actually sat down and watched all of Terminator Two. Yeah. I've seen Terminator One. Eh, parts of it. Yeah. I don't know. The Terminator story just never really grabbed me for whatever I reason. Love it so much. Yeah, it's okay. Okay. Cool. Machines rise and kill us all. It's amazing. That's neat. It's neat. Better than wormholes and the power of love. You just now you're just making yourself seem foolish. Hashtag foolish. <laughs> uh, Cody, your number six. My number six. My number six movie is. I wrote down Lord of the Rings. But just yeah, all I'm three. Just gonna count them as all three. Yeah, go, go for, for it. it. I think that's fair. You do whatever. I've I've got a big ass cheat coming up, so you do whatever you want. Probably Billy. my second favorite trilogy of all time. Well, um, Lord of the Rings, 
all three of those movies are some of the best movies ever made. I don't care what you say. Um, then why is... didn't you debate them? What do you mean? You know, we're gonna you, have you to... want to do a switch debate of Harry, of somebody arguing Harry Potter and somebody arguing Lord of the Rings, but they have to argue the one that don't they just dis- like the even least. if you argued for the one you wanted. You said you had no emotional attachment to either franchise. Who said that? I said that. I yeah, think he, I don't think that's he said a fucking that. lie. It's I would never. There said was a text that. message saying that. Then find it because I never said that. Yeah, you have to. Cody d- day drinks a lot, so you have to take that into account. I do. I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> then do the do the freaking debate. Um, no, Maybe. I don't like debates. Oh. Uh, there said the truth has come out. Everybody, it was your idea too. That was not my idea. Damn, that was my idea. Shit. You don't like because I win all the time. <laughs> I would argue it. that Lord of the Rings is the best fantasy trilogy of all time. It is. Just incredible. The story's incredible. The music's incredible. Everything about the movie is amazing. There's not a bad thing I can think about it. Are you Are you Howard Shore about that? <laughs> sorry. I, uh, I'm sorry. I, I don't know what to say. I'm here. not sorry, um, but I'm sorry. Wish you were sorry. Great movie. Yeah. All three of them. All four, 12 hours of it. Isn't it all 16? Oh, no. You talk about the extended cuts. God, I... Too long. Way too long. Not too long. Those movies are amazing. A little bit too long. Uh, Cool. Any further thoughts on Lord of the Rings, Cody? Uh-uh. No? All right, cool. My number f- six is my favorite David Fincher movie, and I'm not 100% sure why. I don't know. I, I have a tough time explaining why I love this movie so much, other than I just... I just do, and I. Th- but I think it goes to the fact that David Fincher is just the best. He's like a Tarantino level where he doesn't just kind of he doesn't half-ass a movie. He goes full, he goes full Fincher. And my number six is Zodiac. It is by far the best Ted Cruz movie ever made. Like the best <laughs> he's ever been. It's peak Ted Cruz, first of all, um, and second of all, it is procedural, which is hard to like say oh one of my favorite movies is a kind of a who done it a true crime who done it procedural but it's just it all it all goes back to how Fincher directs this and how James Vanderbilt writes the script it is it covers such an extended amount of time and it gives us three two well definitely two maybe three main characters to kind of follow along with this story and of of obsession and that's one of the things that comes up a lot in my in my favorite movies list, like Steve Jobs, Mark Zuckerberg, are they any? Can you describe them in any other way than obsessed? Or Batman, can you describe him in any other way than obsessed? I mean, it's there's something about that theme that really, that really speaks to me because I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm obsessed about information and about knowing, you know, random bits of things, but not, and so I don't know. That kind of that's always appealed to me, and I think Fincher's the same way, and that, that really comes through with this movie. And there's, like I said, it, there's nothing larger than life about it. It's not, it's not a lot of things, but it's just, it's one of my favorite movies. I think it's so, it's well made, and it's as well made as, as a movie could really get. So, I know Josh has seen it in movie homework. So to keep my heart from, you know tearing into Cody have you ever seen Zodiac you know I haven't 
Uh, I don't know. Now I do know. For surezies. I recommend it. It's really, it's real good. It's real good. Uh, we're in number five now. Oh my god. Josh, go for it. My number five is... Where to go? Uh, my favorite horror movie, The Shining. Just watched it a couple days ago. Actually, yeah, a couple days ago. Um, it's a masterpiece to me. Uh, Stanley Kubrick is a genius. Well, was a genius. Um, yeah, it's just everything I love about horror movies done to perfection. It's just nothing but a slow burning of suspense the entire thing. Every single scene, something feels off and creepy or not right, and it's amazing. Jack Nicholson gives the greatest performance he's ever given in his career, um, at least in my opinion. Um, the cinematography is... It might be my the my favorite shot movie ever. Um, it's just it's such a simple story. A guy loses his mind and kills his family, or tries to kill his family, and it's, it's filled with so much like imagery and subtext and stuff that I'm still dissecting after seeing it a million times. What what on the recent watch caught your eye, and what have you been thinking about after seeing it? Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, I, the one thing I did pick up this time was the everything with the the scene where um, what's his name, the kid goes into the bathroom, and then he sees the woman. Like I I, I, I never really thought about that, but that's. That's supposed to be uh, what's her name, the wife, right? Shelley so. Duvall. No, no, no. The no, the wife of the one that the got wife murdered. of the the, the uh, wife of the axe murderer. Oh, you didn't know that? I mean, I I always I I guess I figured, but like it kind of just like clicked with me this time as I'm watching it. I don't know. Boy, um, I got that. I watch one. You don't even like that movie, you, do you? you? But it's like you, it's man. like I was thinking about that, but it's like she is this. She's like an old like gross woman lying in the bathtub whereas Grady the killer is like still yeah. his young self I don't know Josh to twins. date to date that has to be my favorite Steve Bannon performance <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Was that a good one? I, wonder, I don't know. This is okay. It's okay. What, could, what how could I have done better Cody? A lot of people don't hate Steve Bannon as much as you do. I think they do. A lot of people don't know who Steve Bannon is. Sorry. To date, that's my favorite Brett Ratner performance. I don't know who that is. But... See, He's Josh a terrible liked, director. Josh liked that one. Brett Stop. rehearsal is for Fags Ratner. That's my guy. He's the worst He's thing sucks. ever. I hate him so much. Uh, <laughs> uh, cool. Very cool, Josh. You like The Shining. It. That, that's your favorite horror movie. Will yep. The Shining ever be topped? Josh Needle. Not, not necessarily by something coming out but like is there a movie that like wow i've really thought more about the thing and man that might be my favorite horror movie like is that ever gonna happen i mean for a while my top two were the shining and the thing but the thing slowly kind of went away in favor of halloween which rose up because so. it sucks right no it's because it's great no it doesn't suck i told you i need to revisit it hmm. you do interesting cool uh cody redfield what about your number five my number five is Ex Machina. Wow. Um, 
It's one of my favorite movies. It's one of my favorite uh, Donald Gleason performances, who's just becoming, I don't know. The best he's person? all over the place. He's amazing. One of the best actors working today, I'll say it. Definitely. Um, and this is just, it's probably one of the most interesting, um, I don't know if you want to call this a hard sci-fi or not. I guess. Oh, this is hard. As, this is so hard. Um, it's yeah. just, in all the performances, I mean, it's the first movie I ever saw Baby Girl in. It's true. That's true. When was the last time we talked about her? No, it, too long. I don't know. I don't care when I don't it was. Why. It was too I, long. I haven't gotten to say Baby Girl in a long time. What did What did you think about Annihilation? That trailer it just came out. It's pretty interesting. Yeah, I see it because I cool. like the lead. Yeah. Um, with it. Yeah, I right. feel like they're holding a lot back, and I'm excited to see what they're not showing us. Getting a real uh, arrival vibe off of it. Yeah, definitely. But... Definitely. Let's see. Uh, my number five is I think it's got to be the biggest cheat of all of us. It's every Harry Potter movie, the Harry Fuck Potter you. series. I don't know. It's it's part of one long narrative. You teased so. us with your favorite movie for that long, and that is what you picked. What do you mean my favorite movie? Your favorite Harry Potter movie. Whatever. What do you mean I teased you? I don't know. I don't understand. I've always I've always been forthcoming with my Harry Potter opinions. Deathly Hallows is my Wait, favorite. So you technically, technically, Prisoner of Azkaban is in your top 15. Technically, you're also an asshole, so... Oh, you did it. <laughs> Technically, yeah. Like, it's a part of the story. It's a crucial... It's a very crucial part of the story. But... And this is fine. Um, I, I've I've gone over my... I've gone over my order, and Deathly Hallows is... Deathly Hallows Part 2. Well, Deathly Hallows all together, because it's Part 1 and Part 2. I don't know. This is a lot of minutia, but... I, I just love this series. It is... There is literally nothing like it. It's the same cast... Um, in every movie, seven seven movies, ten years, one story. It is, and it's just it's emo. This is all these are also so emotional. Like the when I saw, you know, when the when the Harry Potter when the Hedwig's theme played and they were, you know, waving their kids off to Hogwarts. Every single time, man. Every single time, I just I'm just a baby. I'm a big old baby. I'm just crying all over the place, and it's it's just. For a franchise to go eight movies and to never once make the audience say, ooh, I'm not, ugh, this isn't looking good, is just, it's incredible. Because, you know, some directors make eight movies in their entire career and, you know, a couple of them suck. And this one, one, one is mediocre and the rest are great. And the 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 world building's fantastic. The, the art design is just so, it really does create this world and... Um, the direction's so strong, and the characters are great. The acting is fantastic. It just gets progressively better and better. And I know it's said all the time, but you do literally get to see Harry, Ron, and Hermione grow up in front of your very eyes. And there's not... Only boyhood can really say that it does that um, to this to this kind of a degree. And I'm, I'll ride or die with Harry Potter any day of the week. And I'm so... I'm really excited for Fantastic Beasts and to see where that, where that series goes. Um... So my number five is all the Harry Potters. It's Harry Potter, the Harry Potter film series. Boom. You son of a bitch. What? What's wrong with that? I can't pick one. I'm doing it too. Don't worry. Oh, thank you. <laughs> all right. Uh, Cody, your number four. My number four is Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Oh, wait. I went out of order. Shoot. All right. So Cody. Whatever. It's still my number four. Okay. Um, 
Have either of you seen this movie? I love Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, I love it. It's my favorite Edgar Wright movie. It's it's just it's so good. Every time I watch it, I get so invested. Ramona Flowers is the perfect girl. I'll, I'll fight you. She's second only. The girl who plays her, what's her name? Um, Mary Mary Elizabeth, what's her face? Yeah. Winstead. Um, is second only to baby girl in actresses in my eyes. Doesn't sound like you're respecting women, Cody. Yeah. Uh-oh. Welcome to Trump's America. Yeah, I guess so. Nasty uh, woman. Nasty woman. Nasty woman. Except neither of them are nasty women. They're just no. They're they're <sighs> angels. But now that's that's got to be one of the most unique senses of humor I've ever seen in a movie. It, it speaks to me on levels, and I love it. And people need did not. I'm so glad that people got out to go to the theaters and make Baby Driver a two hundred million dollar movie. But half of the half of that money should have gone to Scott Pilgrim, just by you know. Just by principle. Uh, I agree. Scott discovers the power of love, Cody. I just, I, I, every time I think about it, I get so happy. Yeah. I could watch that movie whenever I'm feeling down and it would just make me feel so good. Yeah. Perfect. Awesome. Uh, Josh, your number four. My number four, the greatest time travel movie ever. Looper? Back to the Future. What's that? Oh, oh, God. oh, that's like um, that's like the Rick and Morty thing, but with people. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> um, yeah, Back to the Future. Uh, what more can I say about it? It's. Are you not, like, this is just the first one. Are you doing the trilogy or what's no? Going this is the on? first one. I mean, I love two and three, but they're nowhere near as good as anything else on this list. So nice. I agree. Cool. Favorite time travel movie. Damn. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's. I love it. Doc Brown. Marty. Uh, just Morty. Yes, Morty. Um, <laughs> I have not seen Rick and Morty. You should. It's pretty good. That's on Hulu. You can watch the whole thing. I know. It's on. It's on the list. I'll watch it. I, I read an. There was a Collider article that went up that was ranking every episode of Rick and Morty, and the internet interdimensional cables were like in the twenties and tens. People don't like those episodes for some reason. The four. No, number four was uh was Tales from the Citadel from this season. That was a good episode, though. Which is great, because I was like, that movie, that episode was awesome, but nobody's going to like this. And then everybody liked it, and I was, felt so good about myself. It's really, really good. A lot of Rick's over here. A lot of Morty's around here, Rick. You Rick's get killing Morty's. Times, man. <laughs> Morty's, Morty's killing, killing Morty's. Morty's. <laughs> so good. How's my Morty, by the way? Good? Okay. It's okay. It's okay. All right, I'm working on it. I give it about a 6 out of 10. Oh, you can thanks, work man. on it. Thanks, man. Thanks, man. <laughs> I can work on it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but all right, Josh, I'm gonna pose you this question to you then. Gun to your head, what do you want? Back to the Future Four or Back to the Future Reboot? Oh God, uh, Four. Okay. Gotta get it in while uh, Christopher Lloyd's still alive. Hey man, I'm old. he's hanging around. He's still doing. He's okay. Didn't he write Modern Family? Yeah. Really. Yep, he's involved, so. but I'm not sure if he's, he's a, a writer. He's like or a co creator or executive or something. I don't know. But his name shows up every time. It might be a different Christopher Lloyd. I'm just going to brace you for this. Because it's not, it's, not. it's not an unpopular name. It's I'm going to look it up right now. He doesn't have any writing credits on IMDb. Or, th- yeah, I think it's a different Christopher Lloyd, buddy. 
Prove it. I'm on his IMDb, and there's no mention of it. So I need more proof. I what more proof do you need than IMDb? Um, Josh, you get on that while I give my number. F- oh okay. no, I already did. No, I haven't gotten my number four. Yeah, look on that while I get my number four, because uh, Cody and I are going to be gushing about this one. Actually, my number four is my favorite sci-fi movie of all time. It's a movie that it took me a it took me a while to warm up to it all the way, but now that I have, I'm just the you know such a huge fanboy over it. I think it's fantastic. It's my favorite horror movie. My number four is Alien. And oh boy, I'm gonna I'm gonna sit on this one for a bit because I know it'll come up. So we're just gonna move on. <laughs> All right, Josh, your number three. Also, my Christ- number three. Well, Christopher Lloyd update first. So it's a different Christopher Lloyd. Thank uh, you. Us. Thank you. Thank you. All right, <laughs> your number three. Sorry, it's disappointing. Um, wait, did Cody go? Yeah, I it's your up, turn. Yeah. He fucked up All last right. time. Well, my number three, the greatest animated movie ever made to me, and it's The Lion King. No, it's not Toy Story. Toy Story is great. It's not The Lion King. Um, It's this. It's Hamlet with lions, and it's perfect. It has the best songs of any movie, or I guess wait, 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 wait. wait. Could you say it's 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 perfect? Oh my god! Is there cats? Cody, you need to cut that out right now. I, I don't. I'm being honest with you, Josh. I'm not feline. <laughs> That's not a good one. You could have said I'm not lying with an apostrophe. Oh shit! Come on, bud. God. Puns are the worst form They're of not, comedy. Oh, well, let's not get into this. Josh, you're, Josh, you are. By saying that puns are terrible, you're giving me scars that will not heal. Good. Do you get it? Oh, wait. Scar- oh, no, oh my God! <laughs> stop it. Just. And if you don't like it, you can Mufasa your ass out of here. I don't care. Damn, okay. Cody, you go now. <laughs> my heart. My, what no, are no, talk about three? Lion King a little bit more. I know no. you want to. Okay. We talked about it. Okay. <laughs> it's a perfect movie. It's a, I love it. I have seen it probably over 200 times. Which, uh, Cody, go now. Liar. What's I, your favorite song, so though? What's your favorite song? Uh, uh, There's one answer to this. Probably can you feel the love tonight? It's the circle, that was the, right? That was the only wrong answer, Josh. Oh my gosh. Uh, but will if let's say John Favreau's Lion King is fantastic, the best. How will that match up to this? Like, if it's just as good and just as well made, is it going to be like? Are they going to be a tie? Or are you going to like one more than the other because one's no? I mean, I'm never going. No matter how good it is, I'm not going to like it as much as this. This has. I'm way more personally connected to this movie than any movie, even Star Wars. Personally? Oh, my God. Cody, go now. <laughs> my uh, my number three is the movie Her. Whoa. By Joaquin Phoenix. I fucking love this movie. Um, It's just – it's such a, a weird movie that – I don't. I don't know why. What, what I appreciate about it so much. It's just Joaquin Phoenix is amazing. The music is great. This is Scarlett Johansson's best performance. I'm gonna say that with authority. Yeah. I truly believe that. Um, I mean, there's not really much competition, to be honest with you. She's just. I'm not a fan of Scarlett Johansson. She's a great actress. She's fine. She's fine. Awesome. Um, it's just this movie's so great. You've all seen it, right? Yeah. I know. 
I mean, yeah, I've watch it. I love it. It's good. No, it's it's very it's very very good. It's Spike Jones. He puts so much thought into his into his he movies. Did. That movie won it won best original screenplay. Justified. And it one hundred percent deserved it. It should have gotten adapted too, just for posterity, you know. Adapted from his mind. Have I? T- I don't know if we talked about this. Into a novel. Yeah, that's true. I re- that'd be an interesting TV show, maybe. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know if we have talked about this yet, but I came to the realization a couple months ago. I do not like Joaquin Phoenix, like at all. Really? Yeah, I don't like him. I don't know what I've it is. I've never about had him. a problem with him. I like all of his performances. Like he's yeah, good. Science. I never, I never, I never question his acting ability. It's just like I don't want to watch that guy. He seems he's like the John Mayer of actors. <laughs> Wow. Listen, I like John Mayer. No, no, that's a perfect comparison, though. I mean, it's but like, they well, look that's, a lot yeah. alike. What I'm, what I'm getting at is they look a lot alike. His body is a wonderland, that's for sure. Did you ever sure see? Did you ever see Inherent Vice? No, I never got around to seeing it. I think that that's my favorite Phoenix because he is so he's he's a really funny guy and he doesn't do that enough. He doesn't show that off enough. And I don't know. I serious Joaquin and like quirky indie Joaquin is not my favorite Joaquin. So. And that's Fair all enough. he does, so it's kind of hard to get in, get really behind him, you know. So, oh well. Um, anything more on her? Just if you haven't seen it, go and see it. It's yeah, goes for all these movies, really. It's so good. It's just yeah. it's, how I can care so much about a disembodied voice gets beyond me, and the relationship between these two is just so perfect yeah. for a while. It's just. Have you have you gotten an Alexa yet? By the way. <laughs> I have, and I should. I feel like that might be risky for you. I don't know. I'll probably fall in love. <laughs> like Hopefully, you... I, w- I won't use it like, like they do on South Park. That's true. <laughs> All right. Uh, my number three is, and we've talked about this to death. Cody has even talked about it already. My number three <laughs> is The Dark Knight. It's The Dark Knight, guys. We've, I, I've said my piece on this a hundred times. This is... This is movies to me. This is why I watch this and my number one, which is finally going to be revealed after all this time, you guys. How excited are you? Uh, so stoked. This I bet it's going to be disappointing. It's not. You're not going to see it coming. Um, I but bet no, I will. I don't think so. Well, we'll, we'll Skyfall, find Skyfall, baby. We'll find out. I'll, I'll take your final guesses soon. Um, but Dark Knight is, is where it begins and ends for me. I just... it, It's my favorite character done in... Oddly enough, this is not like if you sat me down and said, "What's the perfect Batman movie?" I would not come anywhere near Dark Knight. Uh, mine would be a lot more erratic and like uh, scatterbrain and more like pop arty kind of like a mix of Keaton and this, basically, like a little bit closer to the middle. And this isn't one far end of the spectrum, but. Just because it's not the Batman I've always wanted doesn't mean it's not the Batman I've always needed deep down. You know, uh, I think there's a line in the movie that's is it the Batman you deserve, just not the one you need right now? Exactly, Cody. Thank you for that, best buddy. Is um, that right? Yeah. Is that right? Boom, nailed it. Um, but Dark Knight, it is. You know, it's just it's it's what kind of snapped me out of you know being stupid and thirteen. I was like, wow, this is crazy, and it's and it's been that movie for a lot of other people and I think you know it's easy to like poo poo on oh you think Heath Ledger's like the best performance ever and Batman it's like yeah yeah sure it's people talk a lot about it a lot of people like it but you know I think it's one of those movies that 
it totally it holds up and it lives up to its its reputation and that comes along so rarely and i need to give it a break i need to watch it i need to not watch it for 18 months and really dive back into it i'll see if i can last that long uh but the next time i do i'm gonna get blown away all over again and next next year is 10 years man wow yeah pretty wild pretty wild i hope they put it i hope they release in theaters i want to see it in theaters again be great well i got to do that when the dark knight rises came out i know see so did i it was awesome uh yep so that's my number three josh number two for you number two is no surprise it's star wars the original a new hope um do i need to say anything else about this movie that i haven't said already this movie way too much it's perfect it was on tv the other day really yeah spike tv baby yeah that's right they do their marathons every once in a while um yeah it's it's star wars I own. I think I own six copies of it, in what? every format imaginable. Laserdisc. I have. I actually do have a laserdisc copy of it. Well, obviously. Sit, I've always wanted to watch a laser. I, like, how do you do? You connect? I don't know. I, I have no like, way. I, it's just I a big no DVD, way, isn't it? I have no yeah. way to watch it. It's just sitting on my shelf no, that's in my room. No, that's a collector's item. Uh, awesome. You want yeah, to know? It, what, I bought it for twenty five really, bucks. You want to know what's probably great about that is that it's uh, unlucased. Oh, yeah. yeah, it is. But you yeah, I have them on a watch. That. That, man. What are you doing? I have them on I have them on VHS, the original versions. I have the specialized versions. I have the Blu-rays. I have the DVDs. I have the special edition DVDs. Question for you: I, How how did somebody how was able somebody able to sell the despecialized? How did Lucasfilm? Well, how'd you get it? You have to download the files and then burn them to a disc. It's a whole process. I wonder how they. How would Lucasfilm not stamp that out by now? Jeez. All right, I'm, whatever. Yeah. They have bigger things to worry about. That's true. Like, <laughs> like not hiring directors who are crazy people. And yeah, between firing people every, left and right, Kathleen Kennedy doesn't have time to regulate you fanboy burners. I don't know. But you like Star Wars, huh? Didn't know that. That's so fucking weird. That's messed up, bro. It's real messed up. And any any questions I have about will will it be is just going to be completely undone. So we'll just save those later. Uh, Cody, numero dos. So mine's also the original trilogy, oh. more specifically The Empire Strikes Back. But all the others too. Yeah, especially um, A New Hope. But yeah, they're just they're Star Wars. They're they're pretty good movies. Pretty good, man. Yeah, they're all right. When are they going to reboot Star Wars? This is the greatest franchise of all time. F you. Come on. No, are you fucking kidding me, Josh? He know. He knows, man. He agrees. Just I can't. Chill. I can't. I can't follow the meme. I have to. He's just being intentionally we underplaying spent, it. Like we spend four hours talking about it every other podcast. What Basically. do you want from me? Yeah. I'm, only I'm so just money. a man. I can't say more. <laughs> exactly. They're good movies, Probably man. Probably spend another three hours talking about it when we can. Comes out. We can do we that. We can go scene by scene through each movie. That's not <laughs> necessary. That's totally necessary. Unless we do a watch along. I still think that'd be fun. Yeah. <laughs> we, can do a, we should do an episode on each scene. Stop it. Please stop it. I would totally do it. I do that. You can start. You can start a competitive spinoff podcast if you want. I don't know. We'll fight it out. 
that's just too much. That's so call it real flicks, but R E A L. I wish the Star Wars show wasn't already taken. I would have done that. Well, I think that would have been. Get up there. I don't. I don't think if <laughs> that's gonna get taken pretty soon, buddy. I think they've made any any Star Wars podcast or review or whatever show they've mined all of the good names. To be honest, would be lights light. I don't know something to do with lightsabers. You could probably get something out of there. Kybercast. There you go. Free, Ooh, that's a yeah. good one. Free idea. Boom. <laughs> I know more about like, Star Wars than you guys. Jesus. I like that. I like that a lot. Thanks, man. Thanks, man. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. We're up to number one. Holy shit. Yeah, I've been recording for two and a half hours. Worth it. Josh, number one. I just went. Yeah, but what's your number so one? That was two. Oh, well, are we going right? To, I thought we were going to you guys now. We already did. I didn't mean. Who did, oh who wait, your, no, I didn't go. I'm sorry. Your number two, Mason. Well, I'm really bad at this job. My number two <laughs> is a movie that has shot up the rankings over the course of the last couple of years or so, and I watched about 15 minutes of it on TV because I stumbled on my favorite part, so I had to, you know, hunker down and just check it out for a little bit. Kingsman: uh, The Secret Service. No, my number two is a what. A lot of people would consider a classic. When somebody says, oh, this is a classic, that usually doesn't mean much to me because that's a designation that somebody made 40 years ago that has a completely different taste than mine, but this is a classic, and my number two is The Godfather. The Godfather is just everything I like about movies. It has, it is, it is a cool and pulpy and, like, a movie concept of gangsters, and it's done in such a provocative, intellectual subtle and real kind of way and you know I'll, I'll take this over over goodfellas or really anything scorsese does because it does it it is com- it is not as divorced it's not as divorced from rea- reality as some of his are even though you know goodfellas is pretty it's pretty genuine but this one just feels it just feels real it feels these feel like people and these feel like this feels like a real kind of life and I don't know. I think you could have. I think. I don't. I think if the sequels had not been made, I think this movie would have been just as heralded as it is today. But um, that's not to say anything bad about two or three. I think two is great and three is very good. Um, but this one is just tells a perfect story of Michael Cor- of you know Vito Corleone, his rise and fall that coincides, or with Michael Corleone's kind of fall and then rise. And it's just it's. It's a perfect movie. There's nothing I can say about this that has not already been said by a much smarter person in a much smarter way. So I'll just because yeah, we're definitely gonna do an episode on it someday. Really? I would. Okay, sure. We can do that. Uh, uh. So yeah, for me, number my, my number two favorite movie is The Godfather. Uh, Good movie. I'm down for it. You know, come to think of it, I have three of my top ten have to do with mobs and the organized mm. crime. Well, maybe even four. Ooh, maybe four. Interesting. So, now we're now it's time for number one. Josh, your favorite movie of all time is The Empire Strikes Back. Weird, surprising. What more can we say? Exactly. Shock value. Everyone, everyone knows. Now, when when did sequel. you see this for the first time? Uh, when I was whenever I watched the original movie. So I guess when I was like nine. When I was a baby boy. Well, yeah. take me back to that. How? What happened to 
what happened? Like, what were the events leading up to you watching Star Wars for the first time? I mean, was like, it... when I first watched them, I I told you this, I think. I watched the prequels first. Ugh. So, Jesus. I already I already knew the twist, but even with that, um, I, I didn't really... I didn't really appreciate this movie until many years later when I actually, like, knew what a good movie was. So, like, when I... Honestly, for a while, my favorite... I know some... This is like a really terrible thing to say, but my favorite movie was uh, Revenge of the Sith and Return of the Jedi. Those are my favorite Star Wars movies for a while. Wow, gross. Until I was like 14, and then it became A New Hope. And then as I got older, it became super clear to me, like, no, Empire Strikes Back is like, this isn't just like the best one of them all. This is like one of the best movies ever. Yeah. Um, And it just is. It just, it's so much denser it's so much heavier it's so much more emotional it's darker uh it fleshes out the characters way more um it's everything you want in a sequel and it leaves the door open for the conclusion it ends on a down note um it just and it has that amazing scene the reveal and it just it, it's so perfect i love it so much it's so good yeah something i noted in my last rewatch and that i I didn't appreciate as much before, but I just love and that this movie ends on or this the main conflict of this movie is we need to get this ship fixed. It is yeah. so like sequels and sequels and, and movies in general, they just they overthink things so much <laughs> that this movie is just Luke on an island or on a planet just on, an, on his Jedi. own getting taught. No, no, I, I know, I, I messed up. He's on, he's on Dagobah or whatever, doing his thing, and then Han and Leia are just, you know, their ship's broken and they gotta get just evade the around, Empire, trying yeah. not to die. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's so, it's so simple, and you know, Dark Knight does that pretty well, and um, X Two does that. I don't know, it kind of takes things too far, but so many sequels double down when they should really be scaling back, because that's how you set up a great finale: is that you kind of lower. The, you lower the pulse a little bit and you kind of, you know, rein things in with the second movie to make the third one seem even bigger and sticking the landing there is pretty hard, so. Um, but Empire's, yeah, Empire's fucking good, man. Is this ever going to get beat? I don't think so. I mean, I'm sure Last Jedi will be awesome. Oh, but well. I don't, it's not going to beat this. My Little Pony is coming out this weekend, so. Oh, oh fuck God. yes. Yeah, so, I don't know. Neato, neato. I can't. So only two Star Wars movies in your top fifteen. I expected more, but I mean, I was gonna cheat and do the whole the original trilogy is my favorite for number one, but yeah. I didn't. So he's not me. What he's trying to say. You can cheat if you want to. That's this is a list yeah. where you can you sh- can and should cheat. So I gotta rearrange stuff. I gotta add. This is too much. It's. I don't know how you do it. Uh, Cody, your numero uno is. Anybody want to guess? It's alien. Does it rhyme with schmalian? It's alien. It. Okay. Yeah, well. boy. Everybody knows if you've listened to this podcast for more than two episodes, you know I love this movie. This movie is the perfect thriller. It's like, I, I don't know why I love it so much. I just do. It's it's perfect. It's perfectly uh paced and acted and everybody's just great. The alien is probably the best monster ever made. You've heard me all say this before. 
Alien is just such a good fucking movie. That's perfect. I, I don't know. I can't say anything else. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Will that ever be beat? Probably. Really? We'll see. I don't know. Wow. It really, really all depends. Okay. You're open. You're open to it, though. If Alien Covenant Two comes out. Oh God! Can we not? That's nice. Cool. All right. Hey, now the moment of truth. Moment of truth, guys. Final guess. What's Mason Merritt's favorite movie of all time? Uh, can we have a hint? Came out in the 90s. It is Spirit Space Away. Jam. Is it Spirited Away and Space Jam? Yep. <laughs> Perfect. Two animated movies. Weird. It's a tie. It was a tie. Spirited Away and Space Jam. <laughs> Way to go, guys. You got it. We did it. We did it. My favorite movie... Of all time, is 1991's JFK. Oh, wow. Quite the fastball, huh, Cody? That is quite the shocker. I was not expecting that. I know. Uh, The way I see it, movies, your favorite movie of all time can be one of two things. It can be emotional and it can be uh, practical, I guess. Not Not saying that one is better than the other, but there's definitely some movies out there that it's like I saw this at the exact time, like you know, when X happened in my life, and this movie just like it just took swept me off my feet, and it just captured this particular feeling at this particular time. And in addition to being a great movie, it's just whenever I think of my favorite movie, this is the one. Or it can be from a filmmaking perspective, where this movie is just electric. It is. I mean, Oliver Stone, he gets a stink because he's like a complete and total whack job conspiracy theorist. And that's kind of what this movie is. But outside of the broader kind of scope of things and how, yeah, it's a it's a conspiracy movie about the assassination of John F. Kennedy. But it's about America and it's about American ideals and it's about democracy and about how if you don't protect it, it can it's not going to f- crumble at once. It's going to rot from within. And he understands that. He tells it in a very divisive and a very aggressive way. But that's, you know, the fact of the matter is that you got to dig down deep to to preserve uh, to pre- preserve what's there. And this movie is also just, like I said, it is, it's electric. It's, the director's cut, which is my preferred, is like three hours and 20 minutes long. Oh God! <laughs> but it feels like it's like it's a lot like Steve Jobs, where it just moves so fast and it never takes a break, and it's always right in your face, and it's you know it's eighty five on the highway. That yeah, it's three hours long, but it you know it's it feels like one forty five, maybe two at the most, and it's just it's jam packed with great dialogue, fantastic acting, some of the best you know plotting and just filmmaking in general and there's just so many amazing subtle things about this movie like there's people sitting in a table having a conversation and it cuts back to you know a somebody doctoring a photo that is the subject of whatever they're talking about and i just i i gotta say one of i've had about three moments in my life where i just kind of was lost in a moment. One of them was seeing you two for the first time. The other one I don't want to mention. And then the third one was 
I got I went I went to I stood in Dealey Plaza and I drove and I rode in a car down the street and they and in Dallas they mark a little X on on the spot where JFK's head fucking exploded. Oh, that's fucked up. I know it was it was really messed up, but it was like it was it was just incredible and I, it's all because of this movie and it's a weird movie to say it's your favorite of all time, but it just it's it is mine and to answer my own question. This is never going to be beat for me. I I don't that it's just like maybe it might lose favor as time goes on, but I just I can't think of a movie coming out or a movie that I haven't that I haven't seen getting to this level and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with this being my favorite movie ever. Um so yeah, JFK. You heard it here first, guys. Seal's been broken, and my list is going public, so now the world knows. How do you feel? Okay. Good. As it's as it's good for now before the list changes. See, that's not going to change for mine. It's, it's JFK is going to be right there. Do you guys have you heard of JFK coming into this? Did you yeah, know it we existed? Talked about it before. Oh, did we? I think so. Oh, I must have done a good job to throw you off the scent. Nice. Way to go, past Mason. Josh, you ever heard of it? Ever? Thought about it, wanted to see it. No. Why? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I understand not hearing about it, but like, did I sway you at all? Yeah, you know, one day. Okay, well, one day might be coming <laughs> soon, courtesy of Cody's movie homework. Also, so, next, my... so in so in February 2018, maybe. Hey, fuck you. Okay, I'm gonna go watch it tomorrow. <laughs> go fuck yourselves. We'll do All it right. next episode. So there we go. So we got. So the only commonality between us, we have Shawshank, Steve Jobs, Dark Knight, Empire, and Alien. No, none of us shared one movie. Way to go, guys! In this politically divisive time, we can't find any common ground. Hashtag How sad. I the one that doesn't have a superhero movie in my list. That is that is interesting. I didn't notice that. Fucking nerd. Well, let's see what, what the Dark Knight. Yeah. I mean, can you really count that as a superhero movie? That's that's what it is. It's got a, it's a movie with a superhero in it. But or is it a mob? It's a to me it's a crime thriller. I don't know. Anybody's uh, let's check in on that poll right now. <laughs> I don't fake news polls. Fake news polls. So. Not fake news. Real news. Uh oh, we got five votes. Oh wow, eighty um, percent no, twenty percent yes. So, not counting Josh's trying to stuff the ballot box. It's sixty forty, skewed to no. I'm looking at it and it says three votes. I I'm looking at it right now, buddy. I don't know what to tell you. Boom. You know, reboot. Maybe I'll All right, I think it's time to put a capper on this one. Yes. Oh my God. That's a long one. <laughs> that might be the longest. I might have to cut this down a little bit, but hopefully not too much because movies are great. And if you haven't well, seen have, any of these, have, a, have three different cuts of this episode. <laughs> the final cut, the director's <laughs> cut, and the studio cut. The studio cut it takes out all the swearing. That's that's what we'll do. Uh, so yeah, that's have it. Fun editing that. Yeah. Oh well. That's it. For, I'm gonna put BVS on in the background and just zone out. Um, that's it for us this week. Next week is Blade Runner 2049. So excited! I gotta say, I've got about let's see. Today we're we're recording on a Tuesday. It's gonna be Tuesday for about twenty five more minutes. But I'm gonna have to find a way to I'm gonna have to find a way to squeeze in Blade Runner two through two thousand forty eight. So wish me luck, you guys. 
<laughs> Get it? Yes. Thanks, Cody. Thank you. Thanks, Thank Cody. you for Josh, the joke. why don't you humor me? Come on, man. I can't. For the laughs. I can't give you that satisfaction. Get it? You like Batman and Robin. I w you're not going to make me feel bad about that. I love I Batman. I can try. Batman, I, that honorable mention, Batman and Robin. Boom. Oh, my God. Boom. All right, so until next time, Josh, Cody, if you haven't taken it easy by now, I don't know what else to say. I don't know what to say. Like, yeah. um, let, let's see. So from episodes 101 on, we need to find a new signature. Oh, ooh, that's that's a good idea. I'm going to think one up. I'm going to think one up. Or maybe we'll, we'll crowdsource one. Throw some suggestions my way. So Take it <laughs> easy. Keep it sleazy. I so, like that one, too. Or, 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 or it could be like... um. Airbud has the best cinematic universe ever created. Jihad like Buddies, one. summer 2019. See you here first. Uh, <laughs> all right. So long, guys. Take it easy. Bye. Later. Later.